0: Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who gives all, who forgives all thine iniquities, who heals all thy diseases, who redeems thy life from destruction, who crowns thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies thy mouth, with good things so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executes ju- righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. And camp out on that one. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. And as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Like as a father pities his children, so the Lord pities them That fear him. For he knows our frame. He remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are as grass, as a flower of the field, so he flourishes. For the wind passes over it, and it is gone, and the place thereof shall know it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him, and his righteousness unto children's children. To such as keep his covenant, and to those that remember his commandments to do them. The Lord has prepared his throne in the heavens, and his kingdom rules over all. Bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Bless ye the Lord, all ye his hosts, ye ministers of his, that do his pleasure. Bless the Lord all his works. In all places of his dominion, bless the Lord, O my soul. Psalm 103. Got a few paragraphs to read again. The Sovereignty of God, Arthur Pink. This is where I'm at. Again, a lot of times when I come up and speak on Communion Sunday, direct. Uh, comments and scripture and and commentary regarding communion, regarding Christ, regarding the cross. I tried. <laughs> I had another page ready to go, but um, this is where I'm at. And uh, somewhat of a fear. I know we looked at and considered times when we're supposed to be and and preaching and speaking and, and the heaviness of this position right here and talking about that Friday night. You know, I don't want to be fake. I don't want to pull something out of my back pocket to try to make it fit. This is where I'm at. So in the past few months, I picked this book up because of that. It's been a struggle, as many of you know, some of the stuff that's been going on. Sovereignty of God in the chapter, Our Attitude Toward God's Sovereignty. There's four points. The fourth point, I'm going to read four, or three or four paragraphs under that. One of deep thankfulness and joy. And this applies, I know, to all of us. Chris, I was thinking of you. <laughs> I was reading through this. God is sovereign. Couldn't be with your husband? He's here now. Praise God and many other situations. Pink writes, under one of deep thankfulness and joy, the heart's apprehension of this most blessed truth of the sovereignty of God produces something far different than a sullen bowing to the inevitable. The philosophy of this perishing world knows nothing better than to, quote, make the best of a bad job, end quote. But with the Christian, it should be far otherwise. Not only should the recognition of God's supremacy beget within us godly fear, implicit obedience, and entire resignation, but it should cause us to say with the Psalmist, quote, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. End quote. Does not the apostle say, quote, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ? Ephesians 5.20. Ah, it is at this point the state of our souls is so often put to the test. Alas, there is so much self-will in each of us. Alas, there is so much self-will in each of us. When things go as we wish them, we appear to be grateful to God. But what are those occasions when things go contrary to our plans and desires? We take it for granted. When the real Christian takes a train journey, that upon reaching his destination, he devoutly returns, thanks unto God, which of course argues that he controls everything. Otherwise, we ought to thank the engine driver, the stoker, the signalman, etc. Or, if in business, at the close of a good week, gratitude is expressed unto the giver of every good, temporal, of every perfect spiritual gift, which again argues that he directs all customers to your shop. So far, so good. Such examples occasion no difficulty, but imagine the opposites. Suppose my train was delayed for hours. Did I fret and fume? Suppose another train ran into it and I am injured, or suppose I have had a poor week in business, or that lightning struck my shop and set it on fire, or the burglars broke in and rifled it. Then what? Do I see the hand of God in these things? (laughs) Take the case of Job. When loss after loss came his way, what did he do? Bemoan his bad luck? Curse the robbers? Murmur against God? No. He bowed before him in worship. The Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Ah, dear reader, Ah, brothers and sisters in Christ, there is no real rest for your poor soul and your poor heart until you learn to see the hand of God in everything. But for that, faith must be in constant exercise. And what is faith? Is it a blind credulity? Credulity. Make it a decision before you hear the whole thing. I look these up. (laughs) Is it a blind credulity? Is it a fatalistic acquiescence? I just put my hands up and just fall toward that decision. No. No, it's far from it. Faith is a resting on the sure word of the living God, and therefore says, quote, We know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purposes. And therefore, faith will give thanks always for all all things. Operative faith will rejoice in the Lord always. Ah, dear reader, there is no real rest for your poor heart until you learn to see the hand of God in everything. Let's worship our sovereign God as best as we can today, rightly. Lord, help us with that. Let's pray. God, thank you for just giving us even a little piece of your truth that we may know you a little bit more. God, I have a desire and a delight in worshiping you. God, in song and word, even a commentary from brothers in Christ that have written years ago, God, that we may just bless you, bless you in what we sing, what we say, what we think, what we do. Be with us, Lord. Lord, you're good. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.